Welcome to Connect to Joy. Your host, Carol DeShane, is an intuitive spiritual guide for practical matters and Marconic multidimensional energy practitioner. Her quest is to help you realize new possibilities, discover and release what holds you back, and enable you to manifest an inspired life filled with joy. Join us on this journey of transformation. Now, here's your host, Carol DeShane. Hello, beautiful spirits. Welcome to the show. Have you ever noticed that sometimes people seem to do the dumbest things? Things so off the wall you thought, whatever happened to common sense? Did they stop to think before they did or said them? Thinking before we do or say something is a filter people don't seem to have much anymore. They think they have the right to say whatever they want because they're just being, well, them. They don't think about the other people involved and what the consequences might be to their actions. Or maybe they don't care. We all do this from time to time, but some people seem to make a habit of it. So whatever happened to common sense? which if we used would make our world so much easier and gentler to be in. Today we're going to look at a number of things. What common sense is, that may seem obvious, but maybe not, when we should use it, why it isn't so common anymore, the effect on others when we don't use it, 10 ways to activate your common sense if it doesn't seem to be working or come naturally, And that also is going to include six affirmations to adjust your subconscious beliefs so you can rewire your brain. And then we'll wrap the whole thing up. Let's start with what is common sense? The Oxford Dictionary says that common sense is good sense and sound judgment in practical matters. And Merriam-Webster says that it's sound and prudent judgment based on a simple perception of the situation or facts. And Quora, assuming I said that right, says that common sense is people applying logical reasoning to everyday situations. Well, that's pretty logical and sounds about right, doesn't it? Except sometimes being logical could work against you, and you have to use your intuition or emotions to know what makes the most sense in how to react to a situation or what to say to someone. And the opposite is then a lack of common sense. Synonyms for that online are a moron, an idiot, and a simpleton. Jeez, you know, you get the idea, right? Ew. And no matter how much common sense we have, no one has it all the time. Some examples of common sense might be coming to a stop at a red stoplight before the intersection or driving on the right side of the road for your country. Now, these are also rules or laws. And some examples that aren't rules or laws might be taking up two seats on public transportation walking across a busy street without looking, or walking into the middle of a fight without a good reason. I guess a good reason for that might be if you own the establishment that they're fighting in and you want to break it up, or someone is in danger and you want to get them out of there. But calling the police or the bouncer, if you have one, might be a better idea. Other examples of when you might use common sense are when making specific decisions. I mean, it could be whether to buy something expensive or not, when your finances are in question to go out to eat or eat in when you have plenty of food at home, or to drink alcohol when you go out or not, if the next day you have to do something you need to have a clear head for. When should we use common sense? Uh, Is always too often? Well, honestly, if common sense means we care about ourselves and everyone around us so that we are kinder and gentler with ourselves and everyone else, I think always isn't a bad idea. But we're human, so as often as we can might be a better answer. 
When we're emotional or get hurt, it can be hard to filter what we want to say or do. We might just react to something someone does or says without thinking at all. It's normal. And adrenaline can really kick in sometimes, and common sense at that point can kind of go out the window. We can get ourselves into all sorts of problems. Common sense used at work can be an excellent idea. Common sense could mean getting to work on time, not yelling or swearing at your boss, which is definitely a good idea, not fighting with a coworker. I mean, you get the ideas. And common sense in a relationship could mean not arguing because you have to be right or lying to say your partner looks great when they look awful. I'm not condoning lying exactly, but keeping the peace might make the most sense at certain times. Have you ever wondered why common sense isn't so common anymore? I have, especially when I'm shaking my head or rolling my eyes over something that someone is saying or doing. Have you ever done that? Can't just be me, can it? Have you ever wondered why in the heck someone is saying something or reacting in a certain way? Especially when you know they're just getting themselves in hot water with their spouse or their boss, a friend, or or even a stranger. I think parents don't always teach common sense nowadays. They don't question or discipline their children as much as parents used to. I say that because I've noticed a real decline in common sense through the years, and that could be one of the reasons. My parents were old-fashioned, and while they didn't hit me, except for an occasional, and I will say, much-deserved spanking, they, or maybe I should say my mother, since it was really mostly on her, had definite ideas of what was appropriate behavior and what wasn't. And yes, she absolutely taught me the difference. <laughs> she liked to use the phrase, don't you have any common sense? That was usually when I did something kind of off the wall or something that could get me in trouble later on in life, or even right at that moment. Also, like I said earlier, and this is just an observation on my part, these days it seems like people are much more about themselves and they don't think of the other person as much. While there are a lot of narcissists out there, I don't just mean them. Some people have told me, this is just who I am. If they don't like me, they don't have to be my friend. And this is all well and good. I don't really have a problem with that, but they're saying it right after they say something nasty about someone or really hurt another person's feelings by not using that filter of common sense. They wouldn't want someone to say or act the way they did, and they'd take offense by it. But somehow they don't understand how it works the same way for other people. And that's the sort of think-before-you-speak filter. You can think about it as kindness or the golden rule where you treat others the way you want to be treated. If you want to keep friends or people close to you, that really is the golden rule. And that filter of common sense can help immensely. You know, another reason that people don't use common sense anymore is because many people just don't care if they hurt people or not. They shrug their shoulders as if to say, oh, well, not my problem. Who cares about them? They don't necessarily think of themselves as unkind. They're being that way, not only to other people, but to themselves as well. How do other people feel when we don't use our common sense? If you watch other people, you'll notice when someone says or does something hurtful without using common sense that other people are, well, (laughs) they get hurt. They'll pull away. They'll become uncommunicative, feel unloved, or even drop friendships. Divorces even happen. Bosses might fire people. And you'll wonder why if it's you without the common sense. You won't know why. People might feel cut off from you, like a great divide opens up. They could roll their eyes and get frustrated with you if you don't seem to be cooperating or dealing with them in a way that works. And if you choose things to do that are dangerous, 
illegal, or just plain scary, friends that don't have the same interests or morals could definitely pull away and you may never see them again. So how do you activate your common sense if you feel you don't have any? Let's look at 10 ways that you can do that. First, take a moment to contemplate your life. Are there times that didn't go so well because you spoke out? And how could you have done things differently? Could you have used different words or reacted in a different way? If you did do those new ideas and new ways of being, what would the result have been? And would you have liked it better than what actually happened? If you reflect on those times, you might get sort of an epiphany of why things went the way they did and what you can do in the future. Learning those types of lessons can turn around our entire life and the way we approach it. The second thing is don't just use your logical mind when you want common sense. Check in with your intuition and emotions as well. Sometimes your emotions are right on and sometimes they're just a little too overpowering. But sometimes your intuition can be perfect in what you need to follow. And speaking, though, of emotions that are overpowering, don't let them hijack your common sense. When you get caught up in your emotions, close your eyes and take that breath. Shift your perspective and think logically for a minute if you can. How will your response change your world? Will your emotional outbursts you want to make help or hinder the situation? Now, I realize being human, we can't always get around our emotions enough to do this, But if you can learn that lesson to not let your emotions carry away your common sense, it will be so much easier to interact with others and shut down those emotional arguments and outbursts that don't feel good or or enhance a relationship. The next thing is don't overcomplicate things or think too far ahead. If you build up all the problems you have into one outburst, your common sense is totally out the window. So let your response or reaction fit the situation. Speaking your truth, it's great, but common sense may be to do the opposite. In order to actually activate your common sense, take a moment when you want to respond to something and hold up the filter. Think what your actions or words might do to the situation. We used to call it counting to 10 before we speak or act. Sometimes we still move forward without using our common sense, but at least we've given ourselves just that moment. And to be honest, Sometimes we need to act or say something that might not seem like common sense. But if someone is being hurtful or abusive, we have to speak up even when it seems a little scary. And other times, common sense tells us to clam up and do nothing. And if you have some time to react, ask someone else what they would do. You don't have to take their advice, but getting a totally different perspective can help in lots of situations. They may say how they'd feel if you'd reacted a certain way or said something specifically. I remember, I remember someone letting me read an email they were going to send to someone who ticked them off because they felt they'd been treated poorly. I agreed that the person had acted very hurtful because I was aware of the situation. And they asked me if they should send the email that they'd written. And after reading the email... I told them it was great. It was said exactly what they wanted to say. It was clear. It had emotions with it. It was concise. It was a great email. I also knew the person they were sending it to and told them uh, if you did send it, be prepared to have the person never talk to them again. Common sense could have gone either way. But if they wanted that person in their life, they needed to either rewrite the email a little less confrontational or, like I said, be prepared for the person to walk out of their life. Oh, and just a little extra information here. If you do offer advice to an adult on how to react to something, 
don't be attached to what they do. They may not take your advice, or they may. Just be supportive. You know, since I became a life coach, my first question for someone who asks me for advice is, well, what are you thinking of doing? See where they are thinking and where their mind is right now and how far they've come. And then if you still want to offer advice, go ahead. But don't have any attachment to the outcome. After they tell me sometimes what they're going to be doing and they're thinking of doing, I'll ask them, well, how do you think that things will happen then? How will the other person respond? And then they will tell me and it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Or, oh, that would be okay with me. I think I like that. I don't actually have to give any advice at that point. We're up to, I think, number seven. If you're worried about your reaction and not sure if you're using common sense or not, don't worry about it. We all make mistakes from time to time. Look back on it later to see if you chose the common sense approach or not, and then grow from that choice. They're just lessons to learn and grow from. So don't worry, just make the decision and do what feels right at that point. Now, the next thing you can do is feel into your initial feelings and intuition about how to react. What makes you want to react the way you're headed? Separate out your initial feelings from your initial intuition. Are they the same or totally different? And which way do you usually lean? Maybe your intuition tells you not to react the way your emotions are headed, or maybe vice versa. If you logically look at what the result will be, you'll learn how much to trust your initial emotions or your initial intuition. You'll basically learn after a while whether to trust your logic or your intuition or your emotions the most when you want to act with common sense. It depends on the kind of person you are, which way works the best for you. And number nine is don't try to change anyone. They won't do it even if you really want them to. They'll be kicking and screaming the whole way. If what you're doing by some of your reactions to people are trying to change them, and really look at this because you might not even realize it, then you're only going to annoy the other person and not help your relationship. And you'll get frustrated besides. Common sense says we can only change ourselves. We can change the way we think, the way we talk, what we do, and what we wear, but changing another adult? Pretty much a waste of time. You can be there for someone while they make their own changes and learn their own life lessons, but don't waste your time trying to change them by reacting without common sense. And lastly, we all have a fear of failing or not being good enough. Sometimes we lash out at people or do something against what common sense tells us due to the fear we're holding. Getting rid of that fear can be tough. It might be something we've carried around with us for decades or even lifetimes. Our subconscious can hide those beliefs and fears from our conscious mind so well, we might bet all our money that we have none of those fears. But if you look at how we might be sabotaging ourselves, that's where you'll know what's happening. One way to deal with subconscious fears and beliefs that limit who we want to be is by using I am affirmations like the ones I do on the Joy Corner on YouTube. And I'm going to give you six you can use to shift those fears and limiting beliefs in just a moment. But first, let me quickly summarize these 10 ways to activate your common sense, either again or perhaps for the first time. First, contemplate your life and the way you did things in the past and see if they worked for you or not. Next, don't just use your logical mind. Don't let your emotions hijack your common sense. Don't overcomplicate things. Think before you speak and use your common sense filter. If you have some time to react, ask someone else what they would do. 
Don't worry about making a mistake. Feel into your initial feelings and intuition about how to react and see which one seems more correct so you can follow it better the next time. Don't try to change people. Change yourself. They'll change when they're ready if they ever are. And lastly, use affirmations to talk to your subconscious mind and shift any fears or limiting beliefs that are getting in your way from living your best life. Next, let's get into those six targeted affirmations to budge that subconscious in the direction you want it to go. I'll say each one twice so you can feel into it and see if it's the right affirmation for you. I easily choose the path that makes the most common sense. I easily choose the path that makes the most common sense. I have common sense when I need it. I have common sense when I need it. I'm a strong, kind person with a lot of common sense. I am a strong, kind person with a lot of common sense. I use common sense fearlessly. I use common sense fearlessly. My intuition enhances my common sense. My intuition enhances my common sense. I allow my common sense to lead me to my best life. I allow my common sense to lead me to my best life. Now to use affirmations properly, and I'll go over this quickly because I do it all the time, make sure your affirmations use the four P's if you make up your own or adjust the ones I give you. You want to make sure they're written in the present tense. They use a personal pronoun in the affirmation like I, my, or me. They're positive, zero negative words or thoughts in there. If you use the word, and I use this one all the time, if you use the word bills, I have enough money to pay my bills, bills is not a positive word for you. So it doesn't have to be just not or no or negative in some way. It could also have a specific word in there that isn't as positive as you could have. The last P is that it has to be powerful to you. Do them one to two times daily at a sitting, and each time you do them, repeat them only three to five times. And you want to say it, feel it in your body, breathe it in, and then feel it again throughout your entire cells in your mind, in your body. Make sure you're suspending disbelief so that it's happening right now and not in the future, which is why they need to be in the present tense. And if the affirmation doesn't make you feel giddy, give you shivers, or just feel really powerful, rewrite that affirmation until it does. Today, we've covered quite a bit on using our common sense. We looked at what common sense is, when we should use it, why it isn't so common anymore, the effect on others when we don't use it, 10 ways to activate your common sense, and that included six affirmations to adjust your subconscious beliefs so you can rewire your brain. You know, common sense can help us through lots of situations, decisions on what to wear, what to buy, or how to act or react. It can make our life a whole lot easier including things like how we deal with relationships in our office life, business life, and lots of other parts of our lives. Knowing when not to use our common sense can also be a great thing. Following our intuition about our life path, our career, or even our love life might seem totally off the wall to people, but ultimately it might be considered using our common sense because it's what's best for us. Just remember when you're interacting with people to use kindness when you can. Connect to what you feel is your common sense and see if it makes, well, sense to use it. 
using common sense can get you around a lot of the pitfalls that might be out there because ultimately, we all want our lives to be happy and fulfilling. Thank you for joining me here today. If you'd like to know more about intuitive spiritual or life or business coaching with me or Marconics Multidimensional Energy, please check out my website at connecttojoy.com and follow me on Instagram also at connecttojoy. That's connect, the number two, joy. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is under my name, Carol DeShane, which is where you'll find some archived podcasts, some meditations and guided visualizations, as well as the Joy Corner, which are lots and lots of I am affirmations you can use for specific reasons. Until next week, be courageous and reach higher. Just take a breath and take a moment when you need it. Take one step at a time on your journey. Get the help you need and get out there and find your joy because you deserve it. Thank you for listening to Connect to Joy. If you love the show, make sure you rate, review, and share this podcast. And subscribe so you never miss an episode. Contact the host, Carol DeShane, with questions and comments, ideas for future episodes, or if you would like to become a guest. And remember, transformation is a journey and not an end destination. So be kind to yourself, because you are already enough to have the joyful, limitless life that you desire.